The Dallas Stars made a roster move over the weekend. We'll talk about the departure of Ben Bishop and what it means for the franchise going forward. We'll talk about Maverick Bork and his playoff success. And then we'll end the show with some Stanley Cup Finals predictions all coming up on this Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey credentialed member of the stars media coming to you on this monday june 13th and today's episode is brought to you by our friends at bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before betonline.net where the game starts whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the locked on stars podcast thank you for stopping by and making us your first listen of the day be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform at the time of recording this. I think we are three subscribers away from 350 on YouTube. So if you would feel so inclined to just hit the subscribe button, it's free. It helps the show out a ton. Thank you guys so much for the continued support here on the show as we continue to traverse this offseason period for the Dallas Stars. The NHL season itself coming to an end very, very soon as the Stanley Cup Finals will begin this week and we'll be talking about some predictions a little bit later on in the show but as for now let's stay in the realm of dallas stars news and talk about a a pretty small move that was made by the team uh, i believe it was announced on friday and so it came you know all this news came out after friday's episode was already up and posted but nonetheless still important to talk about of course i'm sure many of you have seen it by this point especially if you are active on social media or keep up with the stars on the internet, but it was announced a few days ago that the Dallas Stars would be trading Ben Bishop and a seventh round pick to the Buffalo Sabres for everyone's favorite player, everyone's favorite trade piece, future considerations. And, and though right now it may seem like the Dallas Stars maybe did not get a ton in return here for this move, this is a win-win situation for both the Buffalo and Dallas organization. Obviously, Dallas is now, you know, Ben Bishop no longer going to be playing. So we will likely not see him suit up and actually play a game for the Buffalo Sabres. But this is beneficial for them because it gets them closer to the NHL's $60 million minimum payroll that each team must have. And then for Dallas, it does help clear up some cap room for them. Ben Bishop was taking about taking up about $5 million of cap space on the roster. And so now the Stars have a lot more flexibility, maybe not a lot more, but they have some flexibility within their their means to either sign players that are free agents, get players a new contracts that they get via trade, or re-sign current players that are currently with the team. So whether that's Jason Robertson, whether that's Jay Gottinger, who I think are the two biggest names this offseason that need to be re-signed, but then even some other guys that they could look into keeping long-term as well, like Vlad Nemestikov or Michael Roffel. Those are just a few guys that you can consider bringing back that are currently free agents. Uh, and then even guys like John Klingberg, Marion Studenich, Scott Wedgwood, Andra Sekera, 
Uh, you could re-sign those guys, or uh, those are guys that I think it could be more likely that we see them leave. Maybe not student each. I'm a little bit on the fence on Marion student each because I believe he is a restricted free agent uh, but all, and also contributed decently given the role that he was put in whenever he was brought to Dallas this season. So I'm curious to see what his situation is. But Klingberg, I still feel like, will likely depart from the team. Scott Wedgwood is also kind of a toss-up. Don't really know how much he is worth because whenever we got him at the trade deadline, I would have told you he wasn't worth a ton of money uh, just based on some of his past numbers, but that he came in and performed admirably with the Dallas Stars. And I think that that has potentially earned him a little bit more money whenever he looks to sign his next contract, whether that is here in Texas or whether that is elsewhere. And then Andre Sekere, near the end of his career, uh, definitely needing to spice up that decor a little bit more with maybe some fresher legs like a Thomas Harley, someone like that. So I don't know if Andre Sekera will be coming back. But regardless, whether those guys you know, come back or not, to, to the NHL that is, I think there's potential for some of those names to help clear up cap space for the Dallas Stars along with the departure of Ben Bishop. So, I mean, not really that sad to see Ben Bishop go. I mean, he has played for several other organizations during his time, although his time in Dallas was quite memorable. We've already kind of gone over the whole retirement. Thank you, Ben Bishop, you know, spiel. You know, this isn't anything breaking that he isn't really going to be playing for any team. I mean, he wasn't going to play for the Stars, and he likely will not play for the Buffalo Sabres either. This is just helping out both teams, so... You know, Ben Bishop still finding a way to help the Dallas Stars even in unofficial retirement. But th this whole thing just gets me thinking, you know, as we get closer to the, the real meat and potatoes of the offseason, I mean, we're all just kind of in hypothetical land right now. I mean, of course, the, the full NHL season is not over yet as we still have two teams in contention for the Stanley Cup finals. We're really, you know, getting closer and closer to seeing how much moves or how many moves rather the Dallas Stars will make this offseason in an effort to improve this team and make them look different than they did this past season you know there's even murmurs happening right now as we speak and by the time you're hearing this who knows what has happened with this development but there were even some rumors that sparked from Elliot Friedman's I believe it started on his podcast 32 thoughts and it kind of leaked onto Twitter that it seems that Pete DeBoer is all the already the new head coach of the Dallas Stars, just waiting for it to be made official. Never really saw too much follow-up on that outside of a ton of pushback with Stars fans. Uh, and, and I feel like rightfully so. I mean, this is a guy that, although he has been quite accomplished with the Vegas Golden Knights, made a ton of mistakes with some of the personnel on his roster, especially the goalies. And given how important some of the goalies are to this team, would hate to see that happen again, especially with a guy like Jake Ottinger, who still has the majority of his career ahead of them. He's a bright, promising star in this league as far as netminders go. So, And obviously, you can't just guarantee that what happened in Vegas with DeBoer would happen in Dallas as well. But I, in my mind, that's definitely a red flag. I think that's a red flag for many other people as well. So we'll have to keep following that storyline as well. But all of that said, Ben Bishop, Pete DeBoer, you know, Mark Savard, who all these names to get thrown around for head coaching positions, players leaving, players staying. I'm just personally ready for all these hypotheticals to be done with. And I just cannot wait to see what moves the stars make this offseason. One, it gives me more content to talk about, which is always a good thing, but also just for the sake of what this team will look like next season, because I personally believe that next season will be one of the most important ones in recent franchise history the direction of the franchise i think will be decided in this next season depending on how the dallas stars perform and a lot of that will have to do with who's behind the bench at head coach and who is on the bench playing for this team alongside some of the already established players 
on the roster. And of course, we also have to take into account prospects and who could be making the jump to the NHL this season or who still needs a year or two longer to develop and really improve their game and get it up to the level that they need. I know many of you guys feel the same way I do. You're ready for all these hypotheticals and, well, I think this or I think that I predict this and you're ready for things to actually start happening. And I feel that way too. And I feel like, you know, now that we have the Stanley Cup finals here coming this week, that we are getting closer and closer to that day. And I know many other NHL teams, franchises, and fan bases feel that way as well. Because even when it's not the full swing of the NHL season, there's still a lot of exciting news to be talked about with the draft, with free agency, with trades, and not just with the Dallas Stars. I think this could be a chaotic offseason for the entire league and could produce a ton of fun different storylines to talk about on this show, as well as you know you yourself talking about it with your friends or engaging with people on social media. And that's one of the reasons why we love the world of sports, because even when the seasons aren't in full swing, there's still a ton of talk about ton to talk about, and it can be equally as entertaining as the games themselves. Well, coming up next, we are going to talk about another budding superstar in the making that is currently in the Dallas Stars farm system, if you want to call that. He's still at the prospect level, but Maverick Bork putting on an absolute show in the Canadian Hockey League. We'll talk about him after this quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add to those winter months when we don't get as much sunlight, but it's also important here in the summer as well. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover and it cost him over $100 a day. So he created Athletic Greens after experimenting how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it, so no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, Stars fans, Dane here. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast better than ever. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. 
Thank you guys so much for your help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Moving right along on this Monday episode of Locked on Stars. This is your host, Dane Lewis, at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter, at Locked on Stars on Twitter as well. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, for spending part of your Monday with me as we talk about the Dallas Stars and now taking a look back at the prospect level with yet another big name in the Canadian Hockey League. That is, of course, 2020 first-round pick for the Stars, Maverick Bork. This is another guy that has picked up some hardware in the Canadian Hockey League. Maverick Borg is 20 years old and has recently been awarded the Guy Lafleur Trophy as the MVP of the QMJHL playoffs. And his team, the Shawinigan Cataracts, won the President Cup, which is the QMJHL championship. And they will now move on to play the winner of the WHL tournament. Uh, I know the Seattle Thunderbirds are one of those teams, and I believe the Oil Kings, I believe that is the right name. The Edmonton Oil Kings are the other team that they could potentially be facing in the next round of the CHL postseason. But all in all, Maverick Bork joining the ranks of other big names within the Dallas Stars prospect line or prospect pool, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Bork is up there as one of the best. Stan Coven had a great season. He made it all the way to round three of the WHL playoffs, losing in a seven-game series in Game 7 to those Seattle Thunderbirds. Wyatt Johnston, who we talked about last week, winning MVP of the OHL. And Bork, really, really great numbers all throughout the playoffs for the Cataracts. Nine goals, 16 assists, and 25 points in total through only 16 games played. And he's just been on an absolute tear with Shawinigan since really joining the team. And the reg- In 172 regular season games, Maverick Bork has a stat line of 93 goals, 143 assists, totaling to 236 points and also has recently this past season logged six games with the Texas stars of the AHL in Cedar park, where he logged one goal, four assists, five points in total. And this is again, another area of a promising future for this Dallas stars franchise, continuing to draft well in the early stages of the draft, not always picking well in the late stages of the draft, which is why I'm okay with a seventh round pick going to Buffalo this season in order to help offload some of Ben Bishop's cap space. But all in all, the Dallas stars seem to be really hitting on some of their more recent first round draft picks, even going back to when Miro Haskinen was drafted. Now, you know, even looking at guys like Maverick Bork, like Wyatt Johnston, and even digging a little bit into the second round as well with guys like Logan Stankoven. All in all, looks like we have one of the better prospect pools in the NHL, at least when it comes to the top end with top heavy talent. Even if you dig a little bit deeper, you have guys like Antonio Stranges, who had an incredible year for the London Knights, 31 goals, 53 assists, 84 points in total, and only 60 games played. You know, and we talk about this coming season being one of the most important in Stars franchise history. Who knows if many, if any of these guys that I just talked about will see any time in the NHL this season. But I think that's okay. Even if they don't, they still have time to develop and get to be the best version of themselves that they can be in order to make that jump from their junior clubs to the NHL. And you can even see, I mean, you have a guy like Maverick Bork who put up these incredible numbers in 
you know, with the Shawinigan Cataracts, but then he jumps up to the AHL and, of course, only played six games with them. But you can see even that difference between the AHL and the CHL. I mean, only getting one goal and four assists in those six games there, which, again, is not bad at all, is a pretty solid stat line, especially for a guy who wasn't spending substantial time there and really, you know, didn't have too much of a introductory period to get acclimated there. Not bad at all, but you see, you know, the significant difference in numbers and how different even the AHL is to these junior club teams. So how much more would the NHL be a big jump for some of these guys? So we don't necessarily want to rush these guys to the NHL level, but they are continuing to provide excitement. I know for me, as well as many of you that keep up with the Dallas Stars prospect pool. And there's probably even some other guys that have been playing very well, whether it's at the AHL level or for junior clubs that I haven't even mentioned. I know I haven't talked a ton about Antonio Stranges with the London Knights, but like I said, had a really, really nice year, had some incredible highlight reel plays. I encourage you to go find those on YouTube. If you haven't seen some of the plays that he put up this year, really, really good with the stick, with the puck on his stick, getting into the offensive zone, and of course, getting to the net as well. And that's the nice part about a lot of these guys that I've talked about. A lot of them are offensive minded players. They're all forwards. And so they look to be hopefully bringing that offense that Dallas desperately needs in order to take that next step as a roster in order to be an overall better, well-rounded team that can take their game to the next level in the postseason to help aid that nice defense and excellent goaltending. And I think guys like Maverick Bork will be perfect for that role. We even saw Bork get some pretty good minutes in last year's preseason. Of all the guys that I've kind of talked about as far as prospects go, I think he is one of, if not the number one, most ready to make the jump to the NHL. We'll have to see how things go this offseason as far as the roster and training camp and see if he's actually ready to make that jump. But I think he's getting closer and closer by the day. And obviously his time in the QMJHL is not done this season or the CHL rather as he will continue to play as they look to play the winner of the WHL final. So hopefully more exciting things to come for Maverick Bork as he looks to continue to blaze his own trail and his journey to the National Hockey League where he can eventually help the Dallas Stars get back to their glory days. Well, coming up next, we will talk about the Stanley Cup Finals. Speaking of glory, either the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Colorado Avalanche looking to lift the Stanley Cup at the end of this best of seven series. Should be a really thrilling best of seven, and we're going to talk about it after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. We're closing out this Monday episode of Locked On Stars, talking about the final act of the NHL season. The Stanley Cup Finals are finally here. We are getting Game 1 later this week, the Colorado Avalanche set to take on the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And as a Dallas Stars fan, this is 
maybe the worst matchup that we could have seen at the end of this tournament going into the postseason. I mean, a team that is a division rival of the Dallas Stars has been for quite some time versus a team that took the Stanley Cup away from the Dallas Stars two seasons ago and has been the champion ever since. They won last season against the Montreal Canadiens. They came into this season with an even better roster, and they added to it at the trade deadline. They have one of, if not the best goalies in the NHL, and just overall one of the best teams that we've seen that's been able to stay together and put together this run of dominance. I mean, even back in 2019, this was a team that I believe, I I actually don't remember if they won the President's Cup in 2019, but they were a one seed, and they were upset by the Columbus Blue Jackets in that first round. I think they were swept in that 2019 playoff series. So some people, I, I know I tweeted out a meme Uh, over the weekend about the Dallas Stars having a 1-0 lead in the 2020 Stanley Cup Finals, and then Tampa Bay was coming up to eventually form one of the greatest hockey dynasties of the 21st century. And a lot of people said, actually, the Columbus Blue Jackets made that monster by sweeping them in 2019. So whoever started it needs to apologize, uh, whether it is the Stars or the Blue Jackets, because the Tampa Bay Lightning looking to three-peat, looking to be the first team to win back-to-back-to-back Stanley Cup since the New York Islanders did it, in the early 80s, 1980 to 1983, and Colorado looking to bring Lord Stanley back to Denver for the first time since 2001 when they were last victorious in the Stanley Cup Finals. And this is, as much as it is a devastating matchup to watch as a Dallas Stars fan, as a hockey fan, it is a dreamy matchup that has the potential to be a a all-time great Stanley Cup Finals, depending on how things shape out, because you have an all-time goaltender, an all-time postseason goaltender, going against an all-time offense. Obviously, we've also got some former Dallas Stars in action in this series. None of the biggest names on either team, but still, uh, you know, if you care about where former Dallas Stars have ended up, you got Andrew Cogliano and Valerie Nachuskin on the Colorado Avalanche. And then, of course, Corey Perry looking to win his second Stanley Cup throughout his career and making his third straight appearance in the Stanley Cup Finals. Made it with the Dallas Stars in 2020. Made it with the Montreal Canadiens last season. Lost both of those. He's looking to actually get a win in his third appearance in as many seasons. And this will really just as a whole series come down to the goaltending, I think. With Colorado, you have two guys in Darcy Kemper and Pavel uh, Fransos. I, I lost lost his name for a second. I was like, I know his first name, but not his last name. Fra- Pavel Fransos, Darcy Kemper. Can either of them, whoever plays, can they keep up? with Andre Vasilevsky, who's been the best player through the Stanley Cup playoffs up to this point. I mean, he absolutely shut down the Florida Panthers. He helped shut down the New York Rangers when it mattered most in the Eastern Conference Finals. And he's obviously been one of the most dominant playoff performers in recent years, pretty much guiding them to cup wins in 2020 and 2021. So can Kemper and Fransos keep up with the production that we see from Andre Vasilevsky? That is going to be what decides this series because the Colorado Avalanche very clearly have the offensive firepower to keep up with anybody in the league. And this is one of the best offenses that we've ever seen in recent NHL history. And this is probably the best offense that Vasilevsky will have seen this entire postseason. while Vasilevsky will probably be the best goaltender that the Avalanche have seen this. Actually, that is 100% true of of the three series that the Colorado Avalanche played to get here. None of those goalies were as good or will ever be as good as playoff Andre Vasilevsky. So Colorado, they have all those pieces. They have McKinnon, they have Ranton, and they have Landeskog, they have McCarr, they have even guys like Arturi Lekkinen playing small role player type 
roles. Obviously, Nazem Kadri won't be a factor, but that didn't really seem to affect the way that the Colorado Avalanche played in the latter stages of that Western Conference Finals against the Edmonton Oilers. So how much of a factor will it play against the likes of Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos, tons of talent on that Tampa Bay Lightning team as well. Victor Hedman, uh, you know, rounding out that defensive core for the Tampa Bay Lightning. This should be a very exciting series. And again, it's going to all come down to the goaltending. We know both teams have the offensive weapons to put up huge numbers. And, and this is just a tough one to pick, again, as a Stars fan. But I'm going to go out and I'm going to go ahead and say that the Tampa Bay Lightning win this series in six games. I'm saying that partially because I actually think it's inevitable that the Lightning win, but also saying it because I'm trying to jinx the Tampa Bay Lightning. If I had to pick a team to win, I think I would rather see Colorado win, but I'm going to go out and say the Tampa Bay gets the win. It's meant to be that they get the three-peat, but I'm really saying it, so I'm jinxing them so they don't win if you catch my drift. All in all, I'm excited to watch this series. I'm excited for it to be over, not because I think it's going to be bad, because then we eventually get to the meat and potatoes of the offseason with the draft and with free agency. And with that comes so much speculation with the Dallas Stars. going to be incredibly fun to talk about, and it's going to be fun to watch this series. So let's enjoy it while we still have the last bit of hockey from this insane 2021-2022 NHL season that we have experienced that, I mean, obviously was forever ago that it started, but just think back to mid-October when the season got rolling and how much things have changed in the world and also just the NHL in general. So I'm excited for this series, and I'm sure you are as well. We'll continue to keep a close eye on it as it progresses. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow our show wherever you listen to your podcast. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. And if you are listening on Spotify or Apple, please do leave us a five-star review. If you like what you hear, it just takes a couple seconds, helps the show reach even broader audiences that may enjoy daily Dallas Stars content. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be back here for another episode talking about the Dallas Stars and all their ventures through the offseason hypotheticals of which players they could pursue in free agency, which players they could be looking to make trades for. And whenever a new head coach does get announced and hired, we'll be talking about that as well. We'll cover it all here at Locked on Stars. So be sure to tune in every Monday through Friday. We'll see you back here tomorrow, Stars fans. I hope you have a terrific Monday.